0: This is March 3rd. It's Wednesday. Here's our morning prayer in Scripture time. We've been looking at the cross and all that Jesus has done for us by becoming our substitute. At the cross of Jesus, the plan of God to fulfill his promises in him came to fruition. Even the religious leaders of Jesus' time were given a glimpse of this. After Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead, the chief priests came together to discuss what to do with Jesus. In their deliberations, Caiaphas, the high priest, made a speech explaining that Jesus would die for the people. He was referring to the fact that Jesus would go to death, and his death would prevent an uprising. The high priest didn't see how prophetic his own words were. Jesus tells us about this, I'm sorry, John tells us about this in his gospel account. He, that's Caiaphas, did not say this on his own, but as high priest that year, he prophesied that Jesus would die for the Jewish nation, and not only for that nation, but also for the scattered children of God to bring them together and make them one. So from that day on, they plotted to take his life. That's John 11, verse 51 to 52. Yes, Jesus' cross protected the Jewish nation. He died for them. But John tells us that there was more to Jesus' death than that. Jesus died for the scattered people of God. Yes, that means people from every tribe, and nation, every language group, from among all people. Wherever they dwell, the cross unites them as one. Now, in many ways, while the Jewish people knew about the sovereignty of God, their concept of God's plan to save his people, well, it was small and limited. Though their scriptures talk about and explain the blessing given to Abraham would be provided for all nations, the Jewish people had largely missed this. They focused on God's love for them, and they pretty much forgot about everybody else. But the purpose of the cross is far more expansive than they envisioned. The cross opens the way for everyone to come to God. For everyone that calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. The Old Testament image is a gathering of people from across the nations of the world. Here is how Jesus explained it. I have other sheep that are not of this sheep pen. I must bring them also. They too will listen to my voice, and there shall be one flock and one shepherd. That's John 10, verse 16. It's beautiful, isn't it? I imagine Jesus, the great shepherd of our souls, going out in search for his lost sheep. Now he has some that are already gathered from the sheep pen of Israel, but there are many others scattered among the nations, and he's determined to find them too and to bring them home. How does he plan to unite them as one? Well, that will take place through his cross. His cross is the announcement that he has done the work of bringing us to God. He has fulfilled the mission the Father gave to him. Here is Jesus explaining once again. I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep, and my sheep know me. Just as the Father knows me, and I know the Father. And I lay down my life for the sheep. That's John 10:14 14-15. You see, Jesus is determined that none of his sheep would be lost. And even now, he is gathering them into his sheepfold, making ready a place for us. This is the good news of Good Friday. His cross makes it possible for all his sheep to be gathered together as one. Let's pray. Lord God, no shepherd would leave the 99 in search of just one that is lost. But thank you that our Savior is loving and he pursues us even when we're far away, even when we're scattered. Give us joy today, Lord, in knowing that you are the one who makes us secure. For in your name we pray. Amen.